Welcome to Today in the Word with Pastor Bob Larson of Calvary Chapel Caldwell. Pastor Bob will be with us in just a few minutes, but first we'd like to let you know that Calvary Chapel is located on the corner of 10th and Everett, across from the library in downtown Caldwell. We have two Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11.30. If you prefer Saturday nights, we have a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. We also have a midweek service Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. Verse 26, he says, how is it then? So now he's giving them 25 verses of, you know, tongues, prophecy. He says, how is it then, brethren? He's speaking to those in, in Corinth. Whenever you come together, each of you has a psalm and has a teaching, has a tongue, has a revelation, has an interpretation. And so Paul's saying, in light of all that I just taught you, how come you Corinthians, every time you get together at church, everybody wants to teach and speak in tongues and have an interpretation and have all of that stuff? Everyone wants to talk all the time. Now, if I were to ask you, what's the answer to Paul's question in verse 26? Well, it goes back to 1 Corinthians 3, 3, which Paul said, for you are still carnal, right? They were carnal. They were selfish. They thought that God gives people spiritual gifts so you can, you know, have a competition at church. Hey, I'm more spiritual than you. No, I'm more, I got a tongue. Well, I got an interpretation. Well, I got a prophecy. I got a, you know, it's like, and so he's saying, you know, he's correcting their conduct in church that was not correct, right? And that's what this whole thing's about. In verse 26, he says, let all things be done for edification. Now, he repeats this over and over again. He's rebuking them for the lack of order in their church and telling them to conduct their church services in such a way that people will be edified. He's saying, let church service be done, away and done in such a way that people are edified. And that's important to understand because uh, what, what Paul's getting at here is that they were needing correction about some of the things they were doing. In verse 27, he says, if anyone speaks in a tongue, let there be two or at the most three each in turn. So, so he says, if someone's going to speak in tongues at church, it needs to be two or three at the most. And notice he says, each in turn. That means in order, not on top of each other, right? Where it's just everybody at the same time. And he says in verse 27, and let one interpret, but if there is no interpreter, let him keep silent in church and let him speak to himself and to God. So he's saying, you know, if, you're, if there's no one to interpret, then you can just pray in tongues silently to yourself, to God, right? Now, <clears throat> in other words, someone shouldn't speak in tongues at church unless there's someone to interpret. That's what verse 27 and 28 is saying. Now, um, so why? Well, because when they interpret, then people can understand what they're saying, and then it glorifies God. Now, how would someone know if there was someone to interpret there? Well, you know that in the early church that they met in homes. They knew everyone. They knew who had the gift of interpretation or not, right? Verse 29, but let uh, two or three prophets speak and let the others judge. But if anything is revealed to another who sits by, let the first keep silent. For you can all prophesy one by one that all may learn and all may be encouraged. So he's saying, uh, only one at a time. It's important that we read the Bible, that we know that God has given us instructions of how church service be. Now, I'm not saying that there can't be a variety of churches. Not everybody church, every church has to be quiet. <coughs> Certainly there's loud churches and, and uh, you know, uh, there's different styles. But what he's talking about is, 
you know, are you doing it out of motivation of love? Verse 33, for God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. Now, why would he write in verse 33, God is not the author of confusion to the church at Corinth? Obviously, because people were confused about the church service, right? And he says, God's not the author of confusion, but of peace as in all the churches of the saints. So Paul's saying that, uh, you know, the way they were conducting the church in Corinth, it was causing confusion, and confusion's not from God. Church is not a place to get confused. Church is a place to worship God and to be edified and encouraged and lifted up, right? And so uh, when a person comes to church, if they're confused, then something's wrong. Now, I'm not saying that you come to church and the pastor's a little confusing and you don't know what he's talking about. I mean, that, that's, you know, that could be a thing, but that's not what he's talking about. He's talking about that they're just conducting church service in such a way that, that people are just confused and unbelievers think it's confusing. But what church should be is that when unbelievers come to church, they should say, wow, this is, this is, this is real. This is God. I, I want whatever you people have, right? And, and so verse 34, uh, he says, now let your women keep silent in the churches, for they are not permitted to speak but they are to be submissive as the law also says. So that's pretty self-explanatory, right? Verse 35, uh, and if they want to learn something, uh, let them ask their own husbands at home, for it is shameful for a woman to speak in church. So verse 35 explains verse 34. Uh, in those days in the churches, the women in the synagogues, the women sat on one side, the men sat on the other. So they, they had that, uh, you know, in the church too. And it's still in India today, women sit on one side, women sit on the other. And so when you have this very disrespectful, unruly sort of thing, if the pastor's preaching about, you know, um, premillennialism and the wife didn't understand, he's like, hey, do you believe what he's saying? He's yelling across the church during church. Like, yeah, is that right? I think I'm post-trip. No, I'm, I'm you know, pan-trip or whatever. And so uh, he's just saying, don't, don't be yelling at church to talk about it at home, right? He's not prohibiting women in ministries talking to the church at Corinth that was all whacked out and he's saying look don't be yelling in the church cross there right and he's just telling them you know these carnal Christians stop being so carnal in church be respectful right and so if you ever come to church here and we have announcement like hey if you have a little kid and the kid's screaming during the church service we have a screaming room across the hall there right that's the loud place go over there right or if you bring a tambourine and you're dancing around woo you know whatever you're doing and uh, one of the ushers said hey you're distracting everybody can you please go in the noisy room with the little kids and you're like i'm offended by that i need to be in here and draw attention to me because i'm carnal no they don't ever say that right no uh they're like the holy spirit's doing it to me no he's not you're doing it to yourself right paul gave us a whole chapter about the whole thing <clears throat> and then he goes on to say in verse 36 or did the word of God come originally from you? <laughs> I love this. Now, my wife does not like it when I'm sarcastic, but Paul is sarcastically saying, did the Bible originate in Corinth? <laughs> did you guys write the Bible? Is that what it is? I mean, why, why you guys think you know so much? Verse, or was it only that, uh, was it you only that it reached? Verse 37, if anyone thinks himself to be a prophet or spiritual, let him acknowledge that the things which I write to you are commandment from the Lord. I love verse 37. Paul's saying, look, if you think you're spiritual, then these previous 37 verses, you know they're from God. Verse 38. But if anyone is ignorant, let him be ignorant. Therefore, brethren, desire earnestly to prophesy 
and do not forbid the speaking of tongues. So Paul's not saying that speaking in tongues is not a real thing, and you shouldn't forbid it, but there's order to it, right? One at a time, somebody interpret, right? And then he says in verse 40, let all things be done decently and in order. Now again, why do you think Paul wrote, let all things be done decently and in order? Because they were not, right? They were chaotic. And the word decently means gracefully or filled with grace. So church services need to be a gracious place, right? And when it says decently and in order, in order means by arrangement, not haphazardly, right? Our church services here, we plan them. We don't all just randomly, Sarah doesn't just show up and like, hey, I'm going to play some songs. See if you guys can follow along, right? It's like, Things are planned, right? We're going through the Bible systematically. You know what chapter we're teaching next Wednesday, right? What chapter we teach today? 14. What chapter we're going to teach next week? 15, right? I mean, there's order to it. And and that's what Paul's saying to the Corinthian church. There is room for styles. And and so there's definitely room for churches to be a little more liturgic. And there's room to be a little more enthusiastic. Uh, But what he's saying is that everything needs to be done out of love. And it needs to be done decently and in order. And everything done in the church needs to be to edify, to build up, not out of selfish, self-seeking motives, right? And so, you know, I love that there's different styles of church. And in fact, you know, my personality when I was a young Christian, I kind of wanted to go to a Pentecostal church because, you know, I kind of liked crazy, you know? I mean, I had crazy friends, I had a crazy family, and I thought, I want to go to a crazy church. (laughs) And so, but God brought me to a Calvary Chapel. Have you ever thought about that? Like God had a Calvary Chapel person invite me to a Calvary Chapel. And I'm like, God, why do I have to come to this normal church? Normal people, normal worship. They read the Bible. Well, can't be weird, right? I mean, I kind of wanted to be weird. But now that I've been at Calvary Chapel for a long time and read through the Bible a bunch of times, like, oh, you know what? Weirdness does not accomplish the purposes of God, right? If you have friends at work or in your neighborhood or family members and you want them to come to church and to experience God's forgiveness and his grace and his love, and you bring them to church, and we're doing weird stuff, and it scares them off, well, that's not accomplishing God's purpose, right? We want people to come and be like, hey, uh, this, this is good. And I love it that many of you invite your family uh, and friends on Easter and Christmas, and, you know, Christmas is just around the corner. And quite often, when you bring your friends, you'll tell me, hey, I brought my family members that don't go to church, and, and I'll, you know, ask them, hey, so what would you think of church? And they're like, yeah, it was good, you know. Or I ask you, hey, what did your family members think about it? And, uh, and, you know, they're like, yeah, you know, it's normal. Nothing weird. I mean, just like, and, and that's something people say, you know, that it's not, it's not weird, not that weird, they'll say. But, uh, but church should be a place where people recognize the order of it, that if God is a God of order that created the universe, right, he created the ecosystem, he created you, your body functions with order, right? You realize your heart's beating at just the right pace, unless you eat too many hot dogs, and, you know, and, and it's putting the right amount of blood through your body, and your lungs are working, and your digestive tract until a certain age, you know, and then everything is just working good, and God created all that, and then do you think that he wants his church to be chaos? No, right? Now, uh, and, and so we're gonna have to stop there, because we're out of time, but uh, read ahead. Next week, we're gonna do chapter 15 in a decently and in order way, so let's pray. <laughs> Lord, we thank you for your word, And Lord, we are so thankful that you love us. And Lord, you want our lives not only to experience your forgiveness and your grace, 
But Lord, you want us to share it with other people. And Lord, you want us to have a church family and a church service where we can bring our friends and we're not embarrassed about the weird things that go on, Lord. And we're so thankful for all that you do in our lives. And we pray that you would help us, Lord, to be bold for you. Lord, that we would uh, seek to excel in the gifts that you've given us. Lord, that we could edify one another. Whatever it is that we're doing, Lord, we want to do it for you to glorify you and build up the kingdom of God. And so we pray that you would make it so in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. Calvary Chapel Caldwell is now hiring full-time and part-time positions for our exciting Calvary Kids Learning Center. If you enjoy working with children from newborn through kindergarten, please give us a call at 453-9653. Positions are Monday through Friday with our availability to fit your schedule. To learn more about these exciting opportunities, please call 453-9653. We look forward to meeting with you. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on The CW, Channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you, and may you have a great day. Today is the day you will...